You're listening to a Countout Podcast. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is zach last name uh batista zach how you doing my friend <laughs> i'm doing good uh, i've got some dairy queen waiting for me after we finish up this so i'm very happy Ooh, what you got a blizzard i got a blizzard but i told my all i did was tell my i told my my family went out and they were like do you want anything and i said all right give me a seasonal blizzard but just don't tell me just give me like a small one so you don't even i was about to ask you what flavor it is but you know i just have no idea what blizzard it is nope i just told them to grab one of the seasonal ones whichever one seemed the most interesting because i'm the type of guy that goes to dairy queen looks at the blizzards and sees the weird one that's on there like the one that they like experiment with like the like raspberry like cheesecake whatever and i'm like all it's right like, it's like it's like raspberry cheesecake uh, creme brulee yeah style. and i'm like, like give me know. that one right there i'm like i'll tell you it's good or not <laughs> give me that one that has like 90 different flavors in in, in one exactly it's, it's, it's great <laughs> so i'm very excited to see what that is but uh also along with that we've got some great wrestling to talk about today too yeah yeah we got some great matches uh coming down here i finally got to see a nice flippy shit match uh, that never stopped, and it wasn't very uh, technical, which is exactly what I wanted. Uh. Got to get a nice break <laughs> from the technical slogs. Uh. Uh, Zach, you have any uh, good ones this week? I have two in particular that I thought were quite good. You One have, of which Oh, is... yeah, you have two in particular, like how we always bring two matches each to the table? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but these two matches both did very better. I had no expectations, and I was very pleased with both of them. One of which is a little bit more different than the other one and you'll you'll see why when i get to it but i liked it a lot uh i don't know if everyone will love it but i liked it fair enough all right so why don't we go over quick why don't we just do a quick uh rundown of the matches that we uh why don't we just go do another quick rundown of the matches we picked for this week i know we had it at the end of the episode last week as a preview but why don't we uh why don't we tell the audience what we we brought to the table this week but of course I had Mikey Broderick going against Anth Kava at Melbourne City Wrestling. And then I had Abby Jane going against Mother Endless at Invictus Pro Wrestling. All right. And I brought to the table Genocide versus Savannah Evans from Mission Pro Wrestling and Prince Puma versus Pentagon Jr. versus Mil Muertes in a three-way, uh, in a three-way match uh, for the Lucha Underground Championship from Lucha Underground. <laughs> Gee, I wonder which match is the flippy shit match that it doesn't stop. Oh, it's Genocide Savannah Evans. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the Lucha match. Did a flippy shit match? I would be impressed. Honestly, hey, I, I'm. I would love to see it. Like if she uh, could pull that off, like I'd be all fucking for it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, I would. All right, so uh, why don't we get right into it, Zach? We started off last week. I believe. I want to say it was you. Okay, okay, so why don't you kick us off this week? One of these days, by the way, I'm going to get, like, a little, like, counter on my screen that I have here to know when we actually, who did what, as opposed to going did from I, memory. Did I ever tell you about the podcast I listened to? Yep. Uh, I did, yeah, where they have, where some, well, one of the fans made a website to tell them whose turn it is. They're yep. Go first. We need mm-hmm. one of those. We need one of those. <laughs> All right, we'll first go into Mikey Broderick and Anth Kava. All right, uh, right off the bat, I will say the crowd for this match was white hot for Broderick who was apparently on a roll before this match, and they absolutely just despise Kava. Like, oh, he okay. 
he could not get anything done in this match at all. Like, and, like terms... the, and like like as in as in he's the heel and that's yes, what people want. He's okay. the heel and I they do not like him. Like, they just didn't like him. Like he was trying his best to be like <laughs> the baby face and they were just like, get out of here. Get that in now. This isn't, this isn't <laughs> WWE, thankfully. This isn't one of those situations. No, they just didn't like him because he's the heel and <laughs> They're booing who they usually cheer and cheering who they usually boo. It's backwards. It's fuck it's a what's the word Michael Cole said? It's like bizarro world. That was it's like bizarro world, yeah. <laughs> They're cheering who they usually boo and booing who they usually cheer. Oh man. Oh god. Alright, um I'll just say like right off the bat, just for a quick little summary before I get into this match. This was I had a good time watching this match overall. Like the wrestling is pretty good, they play off each other well with character work here. And the crowd was really enjoyable. Like they were along with commentary, like they were just all in for this match and I, I appreciated it. As we've said many times, nothing is worse than a crowd slash commentary team that doesn't give a shit about a match mainly the crowd obviously because mm-hmm. it just sucks the life out of it and it's just like why just, just cheer for the man come on why? uh so i will say one thing i have to point out here before i actually get into this match is broderick's gimmick so his okay. gimmick is apparently lately he's been on a roll because he started doing a workout style of wrestling that has actually gotten him a lot of success he even just won a battle royal who where I'm not, my bad. Where he happened to eliminate Kava as the last man to win it, which is why they're having this match right now. So his move set involves stuff doing stuff like squats, lunges, you know, stuff like that. Like the crowd's literally chanting squat at him, and right as he's about to go for it, like Kava just shoves him out. He's like, no, it's not happening. We're not fucking squatting with this shit. I think Oh yes, my bad. I forgot about another part that I thought was actually very amusing was um so Kav's Kava's got a manager, right? Mm-hmm. whose name is Skylar, and she blows Broderick a kiss. And you know how, like, have you ever seen the gif where Shinsuke Nakamura grabs the kiss, eats it, or, like, and throw, spits yeah, it out yeah, and stomps yeah, yeah, it on the yeah. ground? So Broderick does something like that where he grabs it, he throws it up in the air, he winds up in, like, a bat formation, <laughs> he smacks it into the crowd, and then the crowd, so into this, throw it back at him, and he winds back up, and he smacks it again. Incredible. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I was like, yes, this good shit. That's awesome. Yep. All right. So now we get back into the match where he tried squatting. Kaba pushed him. And the crowd, of course, booed the shit out of him. Because why? how could you interrupt him when he's trying to squat? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's so determined to do this that, like, the two of them go to lock up, right? And instead, <laughs> he go he just fakes Kaba. So Kaba grabs at nothing. And he just walks right by him. And he goes to squat. And Kaba is so pissed. He just pushes him again. He's like, no. We're fucking wrestling. Stop. I'm not. This isn't a joke. This isn't. We're not doing this. We are wrestling. Mm-hmm. The two finally lock up, and Kava seems to have the upper hand. And then, as he's got Roderick in like a wrist lock, Roderick rolls on the floor into a sit-up position and does sit-ups. Mm-hmm. And then he kips up and flips Kava back onto the mat. Nice. And I, I was like, of course he sat up on him. And Kava at this point is fucking livid. So he immediately goes right back at Roderick and gets him in the corner. And, like, as he's told to, like, you know, the ref's, like, told him to let go, counts for him. He, uh, get he cheat, like, kind of just shoves him right as he's, like, backing up. It's like, you know, like a cheap shot. He's like, ha-ha, I got you. And then he starts to flex on Roderick, and Roderick just throws him into the corner and just chops the hell out of his chest. Then we get a, a lot of moments here where, like, Roderick is just outmaneuvering Kava and exercising slash flexing on him. And, and he just keeps trying to stop him, and it just doesn't work like he cannot get anything going like there's a sequence where kava throws roderick into a corner roderick like jumps up and gets his legs onto kava's shoulders right he then is not because he's facing by the turnbuckle he then does clap push-ups on the top turnbuckle while his legs are on his shoulders and then he hits him with a head scissors takedown for this oh sick. and then yeah no, i was like damn this man just did fucking clap push-ups on the top turnbuckle and that i was like uh, okay shit <laughs> then after this, like, Ro- Kaba then, like, throws him onto the apron. He's like, yeah, that's right, I got him. And then as he's, as he's gloating, Roger just starts doing lunges on the fucking apron. And then, he, like, there's another part where he, like, throw He tries to, like, drop down on the floor to trip uh, Roger when he's running the ropes. So instead, Roger does step-ups on his back. And he doesn't do it not... He doesn't do it just once, Mikey. No, no. He does it a second time when he tries doing the same exact thing to him. Oh, And okay. it, it pisses the keel commentator up so much. He's like, are you freaking... I think he's just, he was like, are you kidding me? It's like, what the hell is this? And the guy's like, it's just mind games, man. And the manager gets so mad that she gra- tries to grab at his leg to actually, like, get him to stop. Because she's just like, no, this is so... <laughs> he's just being embarrassed at this point. 
Doesn't help Kaba though. Like, cause Kaba then goes to like leapfrog over Roderick when he gets up, and instead Roderick gets him in a waist lock, so he has to use the ropes to get him off. And like, so then he gets him off, right? And you want to know what Roderick does when he like pull when he like grabs like the ropes and pulls him off of him? He flips backwards into put into a push up position, does push ups on him. And I I, I was just like, this guy just Cotty cannot get motherfucker. in. This guy, the crab was eating this up. Like, he could have done any fucking workout, like, basic-ass workout, like, fucking jumping jacks, and they would have cheered for him. Right out of the palm of his hand. So, let's see. Seems like it. It seems like he's got, oh, yeah. he's got them, he's got them uh, on, on the hook. Mm-hmm. So, after this, when he does the push-ups on Kava, he then gets him in a fireman's carry and goes to squat him, and Kava finally gets out of his, like, just out of uh, Roger's control of this match, rolls to the outside... He then starts doing the I'm smarter than you, and I'm like, says the guy who got squatted on, push-upped on, lunged on, but okay. <laughs> you, you're the heel. I respect it. So, uh, Roderick, of course, chases him. Kava attempts to attack him on the apron, but Roderick then gives him a high kick, which just knocks him away. And then we get to a out of... very surprise, like, out of nowhere, terrifying-looking spot that scared the shit out of me. So after the kick, Roger goes to the top rope and gets distracted by Skyler because, of course, Kava's got to get control at some point in the match. Mm-hmm. And he runs up to him, and he grabs him by the arm, and it looks like he's going to just throw him off into the ring, right? Except instead of going into the ring, Roger ends up getting thrown over the ropes, tailbone first, onto the apron. And it looked so fucking scary that I was like, oh my god, he's going <laughs> to... He continued the match, but it looked... It was a... Very rough tumble to the floor is what I will put it as. Okay. Like, I was I was legit nervous for a minute there, and then he got up, and I was like, okay, thank God. It looks like he's... I, I, I rewound it, and I was like, okay, he's good, good, okay. Naturally, after this point, Kava gets into complete control of this match. It's a lot of Roger getting beat down repeatedly and just methodically by Kava. You know, rest holds, you know, the whole nine yards. Roderick is able to mount a comeback thanks to a bunch of clubbing forearms to the chest of Kava and several running strikes. At one point, actually after this, Kava actually chucks him out of the ring and Roderick very impressively skins the cat before throwing Kava out of the ring instead and hits him with a suicide dive, gets him back in the ring so that he can get him into the fireman's carry and then finally, he fucking hits a squat on him in this match. And the crowd went crazy. He I was into it. it. I was like, let's go. He squatted him. I don't know why I'm so happy about this. Let's go. <laughs> Roderick then hits a wicked looking uh, running double knee in the corner into a belly to belly suplex combination. Shortly after this, though, Kava immediately responds with a back elbow and then a great looking spine buster. He then su- surprisingly locks in his finisher, which is the Kava lock. So I wasn't expecting him to just go right for it. Mm-hmm. It's a full Nelson hold, by the way, like, you know, like the master lock. Oh, uh, that makes sense. And of course, thanks to the crowd, Roderick is actually able to power out of this and drop Kava into a high knee to the face, which leaves him just reeling. Kava then rolls to the apron and fights back against Roderick to get to the top rope, but all he finds up there is a superplex from Roderick. And normally he would have won the match here, but Skyler, of course, gets on the apron, distracts the ref, and then eventually Roderick, because Roderick's like, why the hell aren't you counting? And then why surprisingly, aren't you counting? Count. she actually successfully like seduces slash distracts him because he's like, Oh, shit, hello. And it almost costs him the match because Kava rolls him up the moment he sees this opportunity. He's like, oh, hell yeah, I'll take advantage of that. And Kava then kicks out. Roderick runs at him. He th- After realizing he's been bamboozled, he just throws... <laughs> Kava throws Roderick into the ropes. Roderick stops... Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I it's totally okay. You're sorry. excited. I am. So Kava, after this, throws Roderick towards Skylar, and Roderick's able to actually stop himself. And it's like, oh, shit. So Skylar slaps him in the face because she's a bitch, apparently. So then Kava runs at Roderick, and Roderick at this point's like, alright, I will not be bamboozled. Begone thought as he throws Kava into her and knocks her off the apron, and then hits Kava with a brain buster and wins the match. Wow. Very fun to watch. Sounds awesome. It's a great, it's a fun match to watch. I had a good time watching this match. By the way, uh, just side note, Roderick's theme is amazing. You know the um, song, I'm Sexy and I Know, by LMFAO? Yes, of course. Who doesn't? He remixed that song and is talking about squatting and working out. <laughs> and I was just like, it's like, I think it's like, I'm squatting and I know it. And I was just like, I, God bless whoever decided to pick that goddamn song as his entrance theme. That's so good. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this match 
I'm gonna give this match a high man. Okay. Okay. It is a fun match to watch. Uh, I thought the rest. I thought Broderick did uh, like carried this match a bit better. Like when Kappa was in control, like it wasn't as engaging to me. But like overall, I just it was a good time. Like I said, the character work between these two is good. Like whenever Kappa got outsmarted, he did such a good job of just being like the little bitch heel that's just like, "How dare you? How dare you?" To me, I'm beat you. And then he just and then every time it happens, something bad happens. He's like, "What? Great, <laughs> great job." And Broderick did a good job of just being. He's just like. It's just like a dude, bro, dude. <laughs> he's just like, I just, just work like out, bro. He's just like a dude, bro, dude. He just works out, bro, and he's, he's just good at wrestling. Fair enough. So, yeah. yeah, sounds All like right. a great match. Hit me with yours. I am prepared. All right, so my first match, uh, I'm going to start off I'm gonna start off with Genocide versus Savannah Evans from Mission Pro Wrestling. Uh, we'll save the lucha shit for later. Oh, boy, I can't uh, wait. So this match was very solid, because this match is Savannah Evans, whose gimmick is that she's like a cannibal, I think. Or something okay. like oh, like like she like she's constantly like she constantly kept trying to bite at genocide, and the announcers ah. kept calling her a cannibal. But then genocide was a cyborg, so it, like oh, you so know. yeah, she's a cyborg. What are you gonna do? Bite metal idiot? Exactly. So they're mortal enemies, basically, is what's happening here. Um, <laughs> she's her kryptonite. Exactly. So this match starts off base like like any basic wrestling match, just like locking up, testing each other's strength, like doing the thing where they like have their arms like hooked like yep. this, and they're like pushing each other over their knees. Mm-hmm. And like matrix, like matrix bending backwards, you know. Ah, uh, the bridge. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're they're going back and forth with that. They're trying to like drive each other into the corner. Uh, there's one point where Savannah does drive Genocide into the corner, um, and she just just rocks her with like a corner spear. Ooh. Uh, then Jenna gets the upper hand back after she after Savannah hits another corner spear, but the ref like pulls her away because she's like holding there holding Jenna there a little too much. So the ref, like, pulls Savannah away, and Savannah starts yelling at the ref and, like, snapping at him with her teeth. Oh, uh, And then no. she turns back around, and Genocide's able to get the upper hand because of uh, the Ooh. distraction. Uh, Genocide hits a big boot. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like she basically, like, grabs her, throws her into the corner, runs to the other corner, hits, like, one of those face wash boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes for another one. Evans dodges out of the way. Uh, and Evans dodges out of the way, and Genocide gets, like caught up on the top rope yeah. and then savannah like takes her leg and like pulls it over the top and like hurts her knee mm, uh, okay, okay which then becomes evan's target for the rest of the match Ah, uh, okay and after that like the rest of this match is basically just evans just absolutely uh like destroying Gen- genocide's knee uh she mm-hmm. like there's one point where she heads to the outside after she like pulled her her leg off over the ropes and she wraps her leg around the uh the turnbuckle and like kicks it you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah uh she and, she and then she like does like the, the the part where she like pulls like she like pulls her legs out like that and like yeah ugh. yeah not uh not good not good spot here for jenna uh there's one point where they get back in the ring uh they're up on the top uh savannah evans goes to put genocide up on the top rope but uh, Jenna fights her way out of it. Like it's like going for a superplex. Jenna fights her way out of it. Uh, basically, slight. Uh, so she gets out of the superplex. Yeah. And she brings Jenna up to the top with her, or she brings Savannah mm-hmm. Evans up to the top with her, and then she grabs her arm and like falls backwards and like does like a hanging arm bar over the top rope. Ooh. Which the ref okay. obviously breaks up because she can't tap like that. But uh, it was it. it this this gave genocide a target. Mm-hmm. So basically, it was Jenna attacking Evan's arm and Evan's attacking Jenna's leg. The whole gotcha. Match. Uh, they gave each other targets to hit, which was which I thought was very cool. I, I, I always love when they do that in matches when they pick it when they either pick a target and stick to it or they make themselves a target. <laughs> yes, and then stick to it. It's, um, nice. it's, it's, it's nice sort of follow. Yeah, uh, but then after that, uh, Evans tries to pick. Uh, or no, genocide tries to pick Evans up, but Evans like uh, chop blocks her and takes her out. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keeps just keeps working the leg. There's one point where um, they go back outside the ring, and you know how Mission has like the ring steps, but they're not like the steel steps. They're just like a wooden stairs, basically. Yeah. So Evans takes Genocide's leg and mm-hmm. basically traps her foot in between two of the stairs. Oh. So her knee is like bending on the stair like that. Oh, and then she no. just starts like kicking her leg in uh, into the oh, stairs, like no. repeatedly. She just like stomps on it, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeesh!" 
Like, why? Yeah. No. Uh, and then she throws uh, she throws Genocide back in, goes for the pin, Genocide kicks out. Uh, then Evans throws Genocide into the corner, goes for another one of those corner spears, but uh, Gen- Genocide's able to get out of the way, and Evans slams shoulder first into the, uh, the turnbuckle post. Uh, and from there, Jenna rolls her up, but Evans kicks out. Uh, this this lets Genocide get some uh, momentum going, get some offense in, mm-hmm. uh, which ends in a... It's like a back... And she, like, goes for, like, a backslide pin. Like, you know, like, the ones where they're like this. Yeah. Basically. Uh, Evans kicks out of it, rolls, like, rolls over, and is on her knees, and then... But Jenna, the entire time she was rolling through, Jenna just had... Evans' arm. Oh. So when she rolled through and got up on her knees, Jenna just pulls her... She Jenna gets back up on her feet, she just pulls her in and just, like, does, like, a jumping knee strike. Oh. And just, lay, basically knees, knees the hell out of her, lands on top of her, and gets the pin. That's a fucking great ending. It was God dope. Damn. She did, like, a backslide. Evans kept rolling through... Genocide was like, no, 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 you're not getting away. Wham! Wham! She even hit her with the bad knee, which is probably why she, like, collapsed Fell after. Over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a, it, that Genocide ends up getting the victory here, and it was a pretty solid win. So, I am, Peace. I was very thrilled by this one. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a high meh. I thought it was solid. I really liked it. I liked the, uh, I like each other working, like, I like them working each other's weak points, basically. Uh, nice. and it was just a very good... It was just a very good, very solid match with a lot of good character work and a lot of solid like logic to it. You know, like it felt like it felt like there wasn't a a wasted movement. It all felt like it made sense. So I enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it a high meh. Let's go two high mehs back to back. Yes, we're on. A, we're off to a good start here. Yes, we are. All right, Zach. What is your second match of the week? The Abby Jane and Mother Endless's bout. So, let's get into a little it. context for this match, just to give you guys a bit of it, is this is a first-round match of Invictus's Women's Championship Tournament. If you do decide to watch this match, by the way, it'll start at, I believe the time is 12.40 is when the entrances actually start, or the match begins. Because it's a part of a longer episode. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I will say, this is where I'm going to tell you why it's, this match is a bit different than the other one, is this isn't really so much a wrestling match as a character work-heavy match. Okay. You want if you're gonna watch this match, you're watching this match to see the uh, the interactions between Endless and Jane, because these two could not be any more different than you could have. But uh, okay. if you have time, by the way, I suggest listening to the pre-match interviews of the match because they're both equally as good to listen to and give you a, pr- a pretty good idea of who they are. But granted, upon entrance, it's pretty clear how they're like. Fair. So for those of you that aren't unaware, Mother Endless is how I would describe as a heavy metal witch, uh, okay. maybe demoness. I don't know. She walks to the ring in, like, this, this like, red and black leather and chains. She has, like, this r- big red kendo stick that she smacks. And her, um, her voice is, like, how do I describe this? It's, like, the most diabolical, sinister-sounding, like, like over-the-top, like, villainous voice. But it's great. Okay, how? Like, like it's like, very... Like, how? Is it just, like... Like, it's, like... You know when, like, you're, like, Go ahead, Mr. Go talk? ahead, Mr. Uh, Mr. Game Master. Uh, oh, my God. Dun- Mr. Uh, Mr. Dungeon Dungeon Dad, Dungeon Master. Uh, uh, no, I, hit us with the voice. I don't... I don't know... I couldn't do this justice because of her... Because, like... <laughs> like, how do I describe this? You put me on the spot here now. She talks a bit more like this. But it's much higher. And she said, she's like, Come to Mother... Or something like that. You know what I mean? Terrifying. But yes, I, I understand. It, the, the, it the, is. The, I understand like, the inflection. Yes. It is a joy to listen to this. Like it's like if you hear like Maleficent talk in real life. Like it's like that. And then you have Abby Jane, who's in like a nice gold and red tank top with like a little dress. She's like skipping to the ring. Has a really like upbeat song. Menless's song, by the way, I'm pretty sure it's just a metal track. Great track, by the way. Mm-hmm. And she's like all happy. She's got a, like a diary. I think she's a backpack too. It's her first tournament match. She's, like, so happy. And Endless is like, I'm going to end you. Like, this match starts... I'm going to end you. With, like, her walking up and being like, uh, hey, can we take a selfie since it's one of my first tournaments? And Endless is like, have the ref patch you down first. Because, you know, she's... This is... This isn't a fucking... This isn't a game. And Abby's like, okay. So, they go through, like, the whole padding down. She walks up to Endless, asks again. Endless 
responds with a really with a long-ish monologue about like how like they should be focused on fighting, not doing something stupid like this because wrestling is about pain. And like mid talking this, like ta- doing this speech, a- Abby has snuck up next to her, took a selfie with her without her looking at the camera, and says thanks. And Emma responds with, what? And did you come here to play? And Abby responds with, no, I'm here to wrestle. Let's go now. And Emma's like, the fuck? (laughs) Sure, okay. Like, so then after this, like, there's... I'll go on this point now. On that note, there is a lot of banter between these two. And I have to give props to the audio team for this match because they they did a really good job of making it very clear to hear what each person was saying. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a good of back and forth between these two. Obviously, I'm not going to go into all of them. I'll go into the ones that stood out to me a bit. So the match starts with Abby trying to shoulder tackle Endless. Endless, though, is just too strong and doesn't doesn't give a shit. So Abby's like I'll, like, I'll try the other rope. And she just keeps doing that, like, several times, thinking, like, oh, okay. Maybe if I, like, go to another rope and try to knock her down, it'll work, right? And mm-hmm. it doesn't work twice more. And then the thir- on the third attempt, Endless is, like, just drop toe holds her. Nice. And then gets her in an ankle lock and then followed by a headlock. And the whole time she has her in this, she's just like, do you really want this match? Can you really wrestle? Because at this point, all she's done is ask her to take a selfie and run into her a couple times. Fair. And she's like, yes! So Endless is like, okay. So she lets her go and she says, show me. Which, like, her best Damn. basics, I think it was. So Abby locks up with Endless, gets her in a headlock, and then Irish whips her into the ropes, but Endless just shoulder charges her to the floor. And then from the floor, Abby, still smiling and all happy, says, I got this. Go that way. I know <laughs> I what to do this. now. Go. I know what to do now. So Endless goes to run the ropes. Abby drops down and actually clips her foot and trips her. So Endless catches herself on the ropes and stomps on her and then walks over her because, you know. And then unfortunately for Abby, she, <laughs> she shoves Endless into the ropes, right? So Endless is rebounding towards her and she jumps up like a leapfrog thinking she's going to jump over Endless. And Endless sees this, and she just stands in place and stares her down. And she's like, did I do that? Did I do all right? And Endless just kicks her in the stomach. <laughs> and then just delivers a very sinister-sounding chop to her chest. She grinds her face into the ropes. And all the whole time, she's like, you will learn that le- wrestling is pain. <laughs> As she beats her down from one corner to the other. There's even, like, a cool sequence. She's like, finishes this off with, like, this really awesome uh, double knee where she, um, she lays Abby down back first below like the ring of the ropes a bit in the corner right mm-hmm. she then grabs the second uh the middle ropes and she flips her body up so that she's feet first into the air right and then she comes crashing down to abby's ribs with two knees to the to the uh the side yikes looked great endless then locks her in a head scissors heel hook combination that abby is able to get up by turning it into a pin and actually, actually, I remember now, Abby actually starts to fight back. Oh, yeah? She sounds off with several chops, forearms, endless in the chest. She caps us off with, like, a great-looking springboard arm drag where she just, like, she bounces on the middle rope. Like, she, like, sits on, like, she jumps on the middle rope, bounces, and jumps backwards and arm drags endless over her. Oh, sick. And then shotgun drop kicks her in the chest. And I was like, oh, shit, let's go. Except <laughs> let's sadly go. for her, this only gets her a one count. Oh. <laughs> and as she lifts endless up and says... Let's go, exactly like I just said. <laughs> Endless then locks her in a, her sleeper hole finisher, which is also called, in a, the amazing name, the Mother's Embrace. Oh, God. And instantly knocks her out. That's awesome. This is a very short match, but despite the fact that it has not a lot of wrestling, I really liked it. I would, glad, I would be glad to see these two go longer just to see what other interactions they would do. Especially Endless, but that's just because Endless was just so... St- I'm not even going to say cart- like comically evil. Like It's just so over the top how evil she is, and I just I'd love it. It sounds like a great match so far. I don't. It sounds like it was awesome. Yeah. I, I'm going to give the match, again, like it's a high match because it's short. It's good character work. Didn't mark me out as much, but I just had a good, again, like I just had a good time watching this match like the other one. I was like, all right. It was just yeah. fun. It was just so, fun. I had a good-ass time which is all I can ask for in a wrestling match. All right, awesome. Okay, well, let's get to my second match. Let's get to the Lucha shit. Now I rest and listen to you. All right, Mikey, splurge on me. How good was this fucking match? We got a match with Lucha Underground. really bad. Yeah, that was was gross, but... (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we got Prince Puma versus Pentagon Jr. versus Mil Mortis for the Lucha Underground Championship. Oh, baby. This match was 
exactly what I wanted it to be. Like, I was like, I need flippy shit, and I need chaos, and it's exactly what it was. So right off the bat, Pentagon and Puma look at each other, look at Mil Mortes, look at each other again, and go, uh, us two? Yeah. <laughs> and they just go after him together. Beat up the big guy, beat up the yep, big guy. Yep, they just go right after, they go, they immediately work together to take out Muertes. Okay, so he gets a little, so they're, they're going after Muertes. Muertes gets a little bit of space. Muertes throws Pentagon out of the ring, and then he mm-hmm. takes Puma, throws Puma out of the ring, but when he throws Puma out of the ring, Puma hits Pentagon with a tornado DDT on the outside. Ooh. Okay, um, okay. Then Muertes, after he hits that, they're both down on the outside. Muertes hits a springboard crossbody over the top rope onto both of them. Uh, mm. Then Puma and Muertes start fighting into the crowd. And while they're fighting in the crowd, Pentagon is, like, getting his senses back. Yeah. And he gets up. Puma takes out uh, Muertes for a second with an elbow. He walks to the... Like where the stairs, you know, in the crowd there's like the, the stands, and then there's the stairs. Yeah, he walks yeah, to like yeah. where the stairs are, runs down the railing of the stairs, jumps oh, off, shit. and hits Pentagon with a, a Hurricane Rana. Oh my god! To which afterwards he come, uh, he hits Penta with that. Muertes comes out, uh, immediately starts beating down on Puma. He picks mm-hmm. Puma up and he tries to like throw him. He tries to like he like tries to throw him like into the ring. Basically, yeah. but as he's doing it, Puma like is able to move his body in such a way that he can that he run instead he kicks off the apron, runs up the ropes, backflips over Muertes, and oh, shit. and hits a super kick. Um, he hits a, he flips he flips over Muertes. Muertes is like confused, like what just happened? As he turns around, Penta's there with a super kick. Oh my god! And it's like bop. Hits, hits, uh, Penta hits Muertes with a super kick, and then Puma, and then, uh, Puma runs up to Muertes and hits him with, like, a spinning elbow. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Fuck. And then, so this leaves Penta and Puma just up. Uh, Mm -hmm. they, they start fighting on the apron, uh, a little bit. They're, like, reversing each other. But then at one point, Penta just hits, like, he, like, gets... Puma in like a backdrop position mm-hmm. but then instead of just doing like instead of just like doing a backdrop he jumps up off the apron and like throws him in the air a little bit and Puma just goes wham onto the apron and Penta just lands on his feet what the fuck like on Sounds the outside so cool yeah uh and then so and then uh Puma rolls off the apron and is out Penta gets back in the ring Hits uh Tope on Puma. No, I I see I'm losing myself already. Hold on, let me hits backdrop on Puma. That okay, so yeah, so he hits that backdrop on the apron to Puma. Puma's out for a bit. Muertes and Penta start fighting in the ring. Mm-hmm. Then Penta throws Muertes out. Penta hits a cone hilo on Muertes. Then okay. Puma gets up, slides in the ring, hits a Tope cone hilo on Muertes. Oh my god. Then, oh my god! Then Penta does it again, and then Puma does it again. It's like the match keeps on giving. Yeah, so they so they they basically just do Kony. They just keep like switching off who's doing the suicide dive to Muertes or the Kony <laughs> Lona Muertes, and they're just destroying him. Murder Godzilla. Yeah, uh, and then Penta and Puma fight in the crowd for a little bit. Uh, Penta slams Puma on the he like he like hits him with like a kind of like a DVD. On like yeah. the, one of the, you know, like one of the, you know how uh, uh, Lucha Underground has like those random like flat parts, yeah. where like not, where like it's basically just for the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Hits him on one of those. Uh, then oh, then from the from the crowd from that platform, he jumps off and does a crossbody to Muertes, who's Jesus on the floor. Christ, uh, and then they start fighting a little bit, and then Puma gets up and hits a shooting star press from the crowd onto both of them. Bro, what the fuck? Uh, Puma. After that, they're both down. So Puma picks up Penta, slides him in the th- slides him in the ring, hits the six thirty on Penta, goes for the pin, gets the one, gets the two. Muertes breaks up the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Muertes hits a huge power slam on Puma. 
Then Penta and Puma once again team up on Muertes, and they just hit him with super kicks. Uh, it was a veritable super kick party, if you will. Um, they just like go back and forth, just hitting Muertes with super kicks until they finally just both like look at each other and just nail him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Pe- then Penta and Puma are fighting again. Then like Penta hits a big sequence. Puma kicks out. Then Penta hits Puma with a package pile driver. God. Uh, and Penta hits Puma with his package pile driver, and instead of pinning Puma, Penta goes, uh, of course, for the arm break. Of course. Because uh, it's Lucha Underground Penta El Zero, so of course he goes for the break, arm break. But while he's about to break his arm, he's, like, setting up for it. Out of nowhere, Mil Muertes just cuts him in half with a spear. Oh, my God. Just, like, absolutely rocks him with a spear, at, like, while he's about to break his arm. Uh, then... After that, they're both men are down because uh, you know Puma just took the package pile driver. Muertes mm-hmm. picks them both up, hits them with a double flatliner, and pins them both to win. Oh my god, <laughs> what a Chad move! Yeah, I'll pin both of you. <laughs> he he hits them both with his finisher on e- like either arm. It's like a flatliner, and then he just like puts a hand on both of their chests and he pins them both, and so he ends up right. winning and retaining his title. The gay YouTube won me all match. Suck a dick, bitch. Yeah, this match was bonkers, if you couldn't tell. I kept losing my place in my notes because I, it was so hard for me to take notes because I was, like, scribbling trying to keep up. Uh, right. It was absolutely it was absolutely bonkers, and I loved every second of it. This was exactly my kind of match. Uh, I'm going to give it the mark out. I had an awesome, uh, awesome time watching it. Uh, a lot of big spots. I finally got my Lucha match. Uh, I got to watch cra- people do crazy shit, jumping from the crowd, 630s, uh, tr- like, trading Tope Cody Lowe's, super kicks, you know, there wasn't a rest hold to be found, and my heart was a flutter. There wasn't a rest hold. <laughs> and my heart was a flutter. Um, oh. <laughs> so yeah, I really like this one, I'm giving it a mark out, it was awesome. Nice. Alright. Good shit. So why don't we get into the match we both took a look at this week. Ah. Uh, uh, this, this is a... <laughs> which... Uh, I believe which one? Sorry, what? Do you know what that was? Yeah, I do. For us, hit us. It was Lucas Twitch Desangro going against Marcus Skyler at Camp Leapfrog. At Camp Leapfrog, in not in none other than an honor rules match. Okay, there's there's a background to this match of me picking this match, and that was that back way back when we were still in the COVID era, where we literally couldn't leave and. GCW did their long-ass 24-hour wrestling stream. Camp Leapfrog had an event yes. that I heard was fucking crazy, had a lot of Lucha stuff, and I was like, you know what? Mikey's had enough technical wrestling. I want to give him a Lucha match. Then I turned this match on, and I realized what this match was after I picked it. <laughs> we wrestled under honor rules. Honor rules, ladies and gentlemen. That means that, very simply put, you get two rope breaks. No close fist. You use a close fist, you get a warning. You do it again, you lose a rope break. If you're out of rope breaks and you do it again, you're disqualified. Match must be won by pinfall, submission, or disqualification. Yeah, uh, basically as as technical as you can get. <laughs> yep, this was for the Chain Wrestling Merit Badge, if I recall correctly. Yes. Yes, that and is apparently correct. these two had history with each other. Uh... So, Mikey, what did you think of this match? I actually was surprised at how much I liked this match. Uh, That's good to hear. Because, like, like I said, it was honor rules, and I was kind of, like, drained on... Uh, <laughs> I was a little bit drained on technical wrestling, but this one still did a... a, a I still enjoyed this one a lot. Um, they they both showed a lot of technical, re- a lot of technical wrestling knowledge mm-hmm. and uh, put their skills to the test for sure. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Now, I've, now I start hiccuping, of course. Um, there was the one point I really liked where Skylar did the the thing from the other the, a couple weeks ago where he was like wait, and then he like uppercuts him. <laughs> oh, I saw. I literally just think I was like, oh my god, another one falls. Oh, like for we're this all movie. doing. Why are we all doing this? Why are we all Don't doing this? Don't listen to your opponent when they tell you to wait. They're just gonna hit you. Yeah, like it's like oh my god. Uh, I actually like one thought. One part that it was interesting for me this match was at the beginning when um, Skylar got uh, DeSangro or Twitch in a headlock and he twitched out of it and he said Tourette's and I actually looked it up and he actually does have Tourette's funnily enough that's probably why I his wasn't just is Twitch yeah I, li- I was the same that was exactly my problem I was like oh yeah that's why he's Twitch because I was like is that it's we just I'm like I don't know if I, how I feel about them so- oh okay cool cool good for him 
he did a great job this match too and i like how after he did this scott was like oh yeah forgot about that <laughs> forgot forget that part about your opponent yeah uh yeah there was a lot of like at the beginning just a lot of just really just pretty good chain wrestling between these two like the Sangro had a key, like Skylar locked in a keyhole into Sangro. Sangro got him into a head scissors. Skylar then countered into a roll up. The two got to separate. I think after a little bit more back and forth there, we then got to the part where you said where he pointed up in the air and said "ha" like his chant, and he looked up and they got slapped on the chest for it. Just, yes, just, it's like you idiot. It was like stop. Bam. And I like how after this, Skylar's like, "All right, you get a free shot on me." So the Sangro locks him in a headlock, and then he just picks him up and. Puts him onto the second rope so he loses a rope break. Yep. And I was just like, damn, that's fucking smart. So I'm like, shit. Mm-hmm. Take it immediately, immediately making him lose a rope break. That was that was a big brain play. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. By the way, do you want to have... Do you wanna, this is the point where I realized, I think I know where this ref is from. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he's, it's this, a GCW ref, right? Yep. This is the guy that did the match where you had me watch. I forgot the full... It was a Koger match with, someone, with, a, with, a, with a woman. I don't remember her name, though. What was her was name? Was it again? Koger Jody Threat? Yes, it was. Because I remember this dude's tone and how, it was, how much of a stickler for the rules he was. And the moment I saw, heard him talk, I was like, this is the same fucking guy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's one of GCW's uh, best referees. He did a great job in this match, too. Let's see. So after this, he uh, makes him lose one of his rope breaks. We then get a pretty look- sick looking spot here where Skyler like, crosses DeSangro's arms to choke him out. And he, like, kicks his leg out to put him on the ground. And then DeSangro slips between his legs to flip him onto the ground and lock his own, him in the exact same hold. Like, yeah. I just like how they were, like, trading this back and forth. Like, it was just creative how they did it. Yes, it was very, very cool. It was just, it was just all, it was, like, very technical wrestling, but it was all very creative technical wrestling with a lot, like I said, with a lot of knowledge. Yes. Uh, you oh, yeah. Like, there was a... that these guys knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, like, there was a point where I think it was, um... DeSangro's uh, got in, like, I think it was um, Skyler. He had him in a bridge. Like, it was the same spot where, like, Mike was talking about earlier, where, like, they pinned their opponent's hands to the ground, and Skyler was bridged, and DeSangro tried to do the double knee, but instead he caught him in a body scissors, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So like we're just pulling everything out of the fucking book for this one. <laughs> pulling out Let's all see. the stops. Mm-hmm. I think after this point now, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure at this point Skyler is in control for quite a while after this. Like, even, like, in DeSangor even tries to, like, lock in a triangle, and Skylar just kind of just picks him up and slams him to the mat. And I was like, oh, that's hurt. That just hurts. <laughs> just always hurts that I, whenever I see that happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's yeah, see. it's rough. So then after this, uh, Skylar, after he puts DeSangor on the mat with a suplex, he's like, he announces he's going to try to end the match. And because DeSangor heard this, he immediately countered the move with a guillotine. Forgot what he went for, but he countered with a guillotine. And I was like, oh, my God. And, of course, Skylar's got to use his rope breaks, so now he's out of rope breaks. So the Sangro then goes at Skylar, and Skylar is not only able to jump over him, but then he transform transitions it beautifully into a drop toe hold single leg Boston Crab. And the Sangro then immediately, because like Mikey said, these guys are very, very well read up on their technical wrestling. He immediately got underneath Skylar to get out of it, and then locked him in another triangle. And I was just like, this is just an. I'm just watching an MMA fight, but with wrestling, but it's a bit more wrestling oriented, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a point where, like, the, after this, the two of them are, like, literally struggling on each other on the ground. And it's, like, it is not, like, a clean, like, start. Like, these two are, like, it looks like the two of them are just legit trying to get one over on the other one on the ground. Yeah. Uh, let's see. After this, uh, what, anything that stick out to you after this or not? One of the only notes I have here was that side effect that Twitch hits on Skylar. Ah, that yes. That I really liked effect. a lot. Uh, that was right after, that was right after, uh, Twitch used his last rope break. Ah yes, it was after uh, the um the, the yes I remember this now because um this is after they started popping off the, uh, on each other right like they were like hitting each other with like uh, hefty shots. Sanger went for a clothesline and Skyler caught him and tried to turn into another Fujiwara because he had done it previously in the match mm-hmm. onto Sanger and got and was like beating his arm which also almost got him disqualified and then Skyler uh, got hit with the side out slant with the, uh, the the side effect. I actually looked up with that. That's called a side out. That's a sit out side slam. A sit out side slam. Yes. One thing, I, by the way, I've found very fun is looking at the names of wrestling moves that are named different things just to see what they're called. <laughs> just to see what they are. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
I think after this, then, they both each get up at the same time. DeSangro is the first one up, and he charges at Skylar, and he, who just boots him in the face twice. And then he's, he announces he's going to go for something again. And then DeSangro just wipes him out with a Larry, and then hits him with a Shining Lizard after bouncing off the, uh, the corner. And Skylar kicks out of it, so he immediately latches onto the arm he used to kick out and locked him in a LaBelle lock, which she had been trying to lock in throughout this entire match and had varying success, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. And then in a stroke of genius that I've written down here, Skylar crawled underneath the bottom rope so that it would choke DeSangro and force him to let go. So he didn't technically use a rope break. His opponent just had to let go. Yeah. And then after this... I like, which, where... I, which I actually really liked how he crawled himself yes. out of it. He just dragged himself out. It was like, listen, it's not a rope break. You, I just gotta get out of here. Pretty much. <laughs> and then after this, shortly after, uh, Skylar uh, shoulders DeSangro in the gut. Tries to pin him with a sunset flip, and then DeSangro not only kicks out of it, but then he rolls him onto his shoulders and puts his hands on top of his legs to pin him for the win. And I think, if I recall correctly, Skylar says, this isn't over, and he leaves the mat. Yep. And he leaves the ring. Yep. I enjoyed this match. It was a good match. Me too. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, it was solid. Uh, definitely wasn't my kind of match, but I did end up liking it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, I think I'm going to give it a high met here. I think I'll join you on that high, man. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Damn, I'm glad we're think, in agreement. I think that's like, that's three high mess and a mark out. Yeah, we're, uh, we're rocking it today. We, we picked some solid ones. Yes, we did. All right. Well, that's all of our matches out of the way this week. So that just leaves us with the double down. The double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week and watch matches from each other's perspective. Zach, who went first on the double down last week? I believe that I did. All right, I'll start us off then with JTG taking on Darius Carter from Bree Combination Wrestling. Ah, yes. Apologies for the audio. Oh, man, it was a mess. Yes, it fucking <laughs> was a hot mess. It was a mess and a half. There was, there was, those mics were picking up everything. everything. Seagulls, helicopters, the fucking everything. banners that fly over it. Yeah, it was rough. I could barely hear commentary. It was not, yep. not good. <laughs> yep. uh, but that has nothing. That that's not going to affect this match because we we base it on the wrestlers and the wrestling. So, uh, I just wanted to say uh, this one was solid. Uh, some great chain wrestling to start off. It was basically each guy trying to get the upper hand. Uh, Darius Carter trying to keep the match slow. JTG trying to pick up the pace, get his yes. get his moves in. Uh, mm. I like the one point where uh, basically as soon as JTG gets a little bit of momentum, Carter's like, I'm out. Goodbye. I'm rolling away. <laughs> nope. I don't need to do this. I can take my time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's sitting outside for a little bit. Then once he gets back on the apron, JTG brings him back the hard way. Mm-hmm. He flips him back in the ring. That was sweet. JTG gets that big flurry of offense in, uh, which sends Carter running yet again. Yep. Uh, when he comes back in the ring. What a heel. Yeah. <laughs> When he gets back into the ring, uh, JTG throws him into the corner. The ref backs him off a little bit because Carter's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm mm-hmm. taking a breather. Uh, and then when he finally gets to, when JTG finally runs in on Carter, Carter reverses uh, JTG's monkey flip. And Carter is in control once again. Uh, mm-hmm. Carter keeping the match slow and going, I'm doing this at my pace. My pace. I l- loved it. I just love it. He's like, and you paid for this. Yeah. You're going to sit here and watch it. You're going to sit here and watch this. I'm doing this at my pace, and you all paid to see it. Uh, <laughs> great heel work. Uh, mm-hmm. Finally, though, JTG is able to get some momentum where he hits that uh, he hits that sliding uppercut, mm-hmm. and then the discus lariat, and then the two start trading strikes back and forth. Uh, JTG gets another big sequence in, then he goes for that crucifix bomb, but yep. Carter counters, throws JTG into the turnbuckle. Uh mm-hmm. Then Carter hits a big face wash on JTG. He goes for the Royal Sweep. JTG counters. Uh, then Carter throws JTG into the ref, takes the ref out, and it takes 45 minutes for the ref to get back up, of course. Yep. It's a, a referee who went down. It's uh, uh, basically... It's classic. Yeah. It, it, gla- glass, bones, paper, skin. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 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 I've never heard them described like that. It's perfect. Glass mouth and paper skin. Oh man! All you think about is when you used to like the guys. Like every morning, I wake up, break my legs. <laughs> every night, I go to bed, I break my arms. 
<laughs> SpongeBob fit. Oh my god. Okay, that's basically what ref- wrestling referees are. He's like in the full body cast constantly. Yep. Uh. Anyway, but uh, there's there's one point where the ref is down and Carter goes to hit JTG with the belt. JTG dodges it and kicks the belt into Carter's face. He goes to pin Carter. Carter does not kick out. JTG gets like a ten count, but there's mm. no ref, so it does not matter. Um, yep. And then when the ref finally does get his senses back uh, a little bit, right before he he's able to notice what's going on, uh, Carter hits JTG with a low blow with the belt, gets him <laughs> down, gets the pin, one, two, three, when the ref is finally back and uh, retains his title. God, low blow with the belt. Just every time. Just, just insult such... to injury, man. Yeah, like, bro. There's no need for that. There's no need to do it with the belt. Like, you could have just only... done a regular low blow and it would have been the same. It's like, not only are you not winning this belt, but I'm going to kick you in the balls with this belt and take it from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm giving this one. I think I like this one. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stick with the, stick with the, uh, the theme of today and go with the high meh. I liked, all right. I liked it. Uh, a lot of action, a lot of good character work, uh, mm-hmm. for both of these guys. And, uh, they put on a solid match. Yep. All right. What all match right. did I give you to check out? You gave me Jordan Grace, Thick Mama Pump, going against Anthony Bowens, the five-tool man at Battle Club Pro. Yes, I did. How did you this like this one? This was a hard-hitting, hitting, slobber-knocker of a match that was a joy to watch. Ooh, okay. I would I go into it more de- more, in more detail, but Mikey went through this in our last episode. But to get... There are a bunch of things I liked about this match. The first thing was just... I love how the start just equal, established just how equally strong these two were. Mm-hmm. And if anyone was going to win, they would have to l- just destroy the other one entirely. Like, complete domination. Like, I like how in the beginning... Like, an example is, like, when they're having back-and-forth counters and reversals. Just running the ropes, and then Bowens tried to shoulder charge... And, like, he shoulder-charged Grace to the ground. He's like, you're in the ring with the five-tool man! And then right after this, she outmaneuvered him and just fucking chucked her whole body at him like a cannonball and just sent him crashing to the floor and i was just like let's fucking go that was the perfect way to set the tone of this match was a fucking they just beating each other down basically like mm-hmm. another thing I, I liked about this match is just the strikes of this match were just devastating i love them chops kicks elbows the works they were great for the tone they were going for this match of just a basically it was like two it's like two titans just fighting each other like a kaiju fight yeah. Not big battle kaiju though. No, not 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 that much. Of a not, kaiju. No, no, no. <laughs> like another like an example of this would be when like Jordan was just repeatedly just clubbing Bowen's chest and back in with just these huge hammer fists. I was like, ow. Mm-hmm. And then right before Bowen's dropped with an Ushiguroshi and then two running knees, one to the back of the head and then one right into her face right afterwards. I was just like, bro, God, <laughs> just try to kill each other. These two are going to Pro- murder each other. Mm-hmm. By proxy of this, I also want to commend the two for doing a great job of selling throughout this match. Like, I love the part when, like, Jordan locked in the Kimura clutch on uh, Bowens, and Bowens just passed the fuck out for, like, a second there. Yeah. Like, he was just dead. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. He's out. And I also want to... The next thing I would like to commend also is how Jordan and Bowens adapted to the crowd in this match. Because apparently, according to commentary, Bowens is supposed to be like an uber face. But they were booing the shit out of him because Jordan Grace is amazing. Yeah, that's fair. So, rather than try to force Bowens to be a face, he instead just had a ton of attitude and was arguing with the crowd. And I think he called Jordan a bitch at one point, And the crowd was like, oh, shit, you did oh, not, you just, did say not that. just say those words. And I was like, I was like, good shit for just adapting to it. And it also is funny how that kind of works into how Bowens is now is Max Caster. So yeah, yeah. And uh, I gotta give props to commentary for pointing this out too, because otherwise I wouldn't have really known that he could have been usually a face. I would have just assumed that he is the uh, my classic super strong guy who is really confident in himself. Uh, heel, incorrect. And the last thing I want to mention. That I more so that I should mention is Bowen's finisher. The Grand Slam is fucking awesome. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's sick. For those of you that are unaware, Bowen's basically gets them in a burning hammer position. But instead of doing like you know a GTS, a burning hammer, like a variation of Falcon Arrow, he literally spins and then just drops. He goes back first into the mat like a Samoan drop and just slams his opponent into the mat. I loved it, and the finish that they went into this where Jordan went for the fall from Grace and he dodged it and hit her with this was great too. 
gorgeous. Going with the theme of today. You guessed it. I'm giving this match a high meh. Another joy of a match to watch that I would be glad to tell anyone to watch, and you probably have a great time watching it. These two beat the hell out of each other, and I very much appreciated it. Yeah. Damn. That's five. No. That's like. How? Wait, hold on. Three each. Double down. That's seven high mes and a mark out. We are on. We we had a great a great uh, episode today. I, I don't. Yeah, that's. I think nothing. Well, I think we'll top with the week where we had like three or four mark outs somehow in the same week for oh, some God, reason. I like it just that. that that was an episode where the stars. It was, that was an early one too, and like the stars fucking aligned, and we and just we had, just had so many good matches. Yeah, it was a oh, bit ruled. In the world of wrestling, where there's so much wrestling to consume and it is a bit overwhelming at times, it is. I love it because there's so much good shit to find. Oh, out there's there. so much. There's so much good wrestling out there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not WWE. <laughs> yes. So exactly. Listen, if you if you think WWE sucks, then that's 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 it. Go check out some indie wrestling. You deserve it. It's it's got treat, its own treat yourself. flavor. It's got a it's got its own unique flavor to it and charm that mm-hmm. it, you can't reproduce on something like as. Big budget, I guess, as I want to call it, as yeah. WWE would have it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. It definitely has. It definitely feels more personal, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. And so, speaking of indie wrestling, this whole show is about it. So, Zach, why don't we give the fans a little preview of the matches we're bringing to the table next week? I got you. All right, All right. what you got? I'm bringing first match. I'm bringing is Sunny Soleil going against Sexy Eddie at IWS Wrestling. Ooh, so fun! And I'm. And then I'm going to be bringing you guys Zoe Sky going against Danny Moe at Flawless Women's Wrestling. Very cool. Very cool. All right. What you got, Mikey? All right. So I got a handicap match uh, from Revolution Women's Wrestling. Yes, you heard that right. Revolution. I appreciate uh, the pun. We got Panda Power taking on Allison K and Amy Crimson in a handicap match, which is the first on the show, like we said. Uh, and we got... We got one from our old, our old favorite Batista, our old go-to oh. Beyond Wrestling. Oh, so good. We got Drew Gulak, and, uh, Drew Gulak and Biff Busick. Uh, Drew Gulak, you know now as Drew Gulak, duh. And Biff Busick, <laughs> you might know as Oni Lorkin. That team will rip your arm off in several different ways. <laughs> More way, a lot of ways to hurt you. That team has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got Team Tremendous, which is the team of Bill Carr and Dan Barry. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm sure it'll be pretty, pretty sweet. And, of course, the match we're both taking a look at is going to be a surprise. So stay tuned mm-hmm. to hear what that might be. Uh, and with those previews out of the way, that just leaves us with the plugs. Uh, remember to go check out the rest of the shows here on the Countout Network, such as Hit the Books, where me and Ryan Knightsy book SmackDown and Raw every single week. Uh, we just got through our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view special, and we are heading towards SummerSlam, which, now that we have officially announced it on Hit... Uh, no, we haven't officially announced it on Hit the Books yet, because this comes out first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just... Anyway, we just did Money in the Bank, and our return home show from that is coming up, and our build to SummerSlam is starting. And folks, it's going to be wild. You're definitely going to want to stay tuned because a lot of fun things are happening. Uh, in uh, A lot of fun things are happening. Me and Ryan have come up with a lot of new fun rules for this, uh, this pay-per-view Ooh. cycle, so go check it out over there. Sounds uh, spicy. Oh, yeah, it is very spicy. Uh, so go check it. Check, go check that out uh, every Friday here on the Cat Network. Uh, and we got uh, we got shows like uh, Your Dose of Death, where Lauren talks uh, talks about uh, deathmatch wrestling and interviews a bunch of fun deathmatch wrestlers and people involved in the deathmatch world. So go check out that show. And we got how to talk to your friend about wrestling every Thursday. So go check out. And of course, G One and only every other Monday here on the Cat Out Network. Uh, and we got. Plenty of cool things coming down the line, so please stay tuned. T- uh, go follow us on Twitter if you want to hear updates at CountUpPod. Uh, that's basically where we're going to tweet everything. There is a lot of fun stuff coming up for the CountUp Network uh, that we have planned mm-hmm. for the next month, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that and go subscribe wherever you can uh, and leave us those five-star reviews. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that's everything out of the way. Zach, you got anything? Nyet. Didn't think so. Uh, well, with all the plugs out of the way, and with Zach with nothing, that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. 
So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Count Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows.